Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Schmidt, one of the pastors at Celebrate Church in Knoxville, Iowa. And I want to welcome you to our Celebrators podcast. Today's podcast is part of our Let's Go series, where you'll get to know people who have taken the initiative to share God's love in their communities. At Celebrate Church, our mission is to gather to go with the presence of Jesus. And the people you're about to hear from are doing just that. We hope you find their story encouraging. Let's go. At Celebrate, we want to be people that gather to go with the presence of Jesus. And today we are meeting, I would say for me, a new friend um, and hearing her story and what the Lord's been up to in her life and how she is going into our community and our state and sharing who Jesus is through her story. So can you introduce yourself? Tell us just a little bit about who you are and who you're serving, all the great things. I always feel weird if I'm honest asking that question because I'm usually like, hey, so-and-so, and then I say their name. I'm like, and now can you reintroduce yourself after I just <laughs> said it? So could you share your name and everything? Yes, my name is Shelly Braley. I'm a native to Knoxville. Awesome. Um, you want me to just go right Yeah, go this? for it. But who are you? Sorry. Who are I mean, Shelly, who are you? And then how? who are you serving? How are you serving? Sorry, let me start that again. Who are you? And then who are you serving and how are you serving? Okay. Yeah. I am Shelly Braley, and I serve through the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yeah. Um, I have a suicide support group for loved ones, friends, family mm-hmm. for um, that have had suffered through the suicide in a family, mm-hmm. loved one. Yeah. And we all... Uh, we're closed behind closed doors and we're all, we all get it. Yeah. And it's just a very good support group. For sure. Mm-hmm. So Shelly, I mean, there's a story with this, right? This is a very personal thing for you. Could you share a little bit more? What led you to be a part and lead and open the doors for this opportunity in particular? Well, my, my daughter, Kayla, she, um, Committed suicide in 2010, October 6th. Um, we were searching high and low for help for her. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get the help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like after we got the support from the support group, there's probably people like us mm-hmm. that did not seek the help or get the help, you know, or didn't know they needed the help like right. we did. So um, such a devastation. Yeah. And I just, I knew we had, we had to get it. Yep, for sure. So what about this opportunity? Why do you have a heart for it? Um, I was inspired through the heart because because of Kayla. Yeah. Um, we searched high and low for help. Mm-hmm. Um, we could not get the help. We knew that she needed the help. Yep. Um, I just, I just, I could relate to all of this. And yeah. the heart of it was that I knew that we needed to do something. Yes. We had to do something. Um, so after after Kayla had died, I was ready to jump on board right then. Okay. And they they make you let, wait two years. Oh wow. Which is is good. Yeah. Because you get you need the therapy and you yes. need you know. Yep. Um, but they, I was ready to go into training for American Foundation for Suicide. They led me through training. Um, and then we have like seminars and okay. um, a lot of um, internet talking back and forth. Um, yeah. 
I advocate for the state and federal mm-hmm. level for the laws to change, help with the changing of laws and okay. wow. so forth. Um, wow. See, um, I try to raise money for the Iowa chapters. Yep. For America, for Iowa in particular, there's walks and there's runs. Yes. It's called Out of Darkness. Yep. Um, and I have belonged to the Marion County Coalition for Suicide. I'm honored to be on that group. Okay. Um, and that is for 10th graders in the, in the county of Marion. Okay. Just for them. So I have a few follow-up questions. Okay. You said you were searching for the help for Kayla. What exactly were you searching for? I was, I knew something was wrong with Kayla. Yeah. Um, to be honest, Kayla was a really good kid. Okay. And then she just kind of got a little rambunctious. Let's okay. just put it yeah. that, in that terms. Yes. Um, and she kind of was, let us know that, hey, something's going on. You know, okay. I'm freaking out here and mm-hmm. I can't figure out what's, she would sneak out at night. And we knew that wasn't her. Um, right. Just total change. Okay. And um, teachers, a couple of the teachers had said something's going on, you know, and okay. we were, we tried to seek, seek help. Okay. Several times. Yeah. Um, we tried getting her committed. They okay. wouldn't take her. Um, we, we went to a counselor and a counselor told us that you need to get her help right now. Go to this place. We went to that place and they denied us. Okay. Wow. Okay. A lot of, a lot of heartache, yeah. a lot of trying. Yes. My husband took a whole week off just so she could go to this program every day okay. from morning till evening, and um, and she kind of just kind of winged, winged it along. Okay. She knew what she was doing. Okay. Yeah. So you serve a specific group and or you serve within specific groups. Could you share about those groups that you're a part of? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mentioned my um, support group. Yes, and that is for families and friends for um, that that need to talk mm-hmm. to people that totally understand. And another one is advocating. I advocate. Um, it's kind of a public policy um, for the offices in Washington D.C. I don't wow. specifically go to Washington D.C., but I advocate and I send letters okay. to uh, our Iowa and through the federal. Yep. And government, state levels. Yeah, for sure. So um, basically I send them what's, what's going on. I send them, we just, we just got a couple things approved through um, the support for mental health. Yep. Um, it's moving forward now instead of backwards. It's okay. moved backwards for probably the last 30 years. Yes. But it's starting to baby steps forward. Wow, that's huge. Again. Yep. That's amazing. Yes. So one of the things you gave me before we spoke or are doing this is some of the suicide data specifically for Iowa. And so I just want to read some of those numbers that uh, suicide is the ninth leading cause of death within Iowa, second leading between ages of 10 and 24, second leading of death between 25 and 34, third leading of 35 and 44. Iowa each year has experienced on average 552 suicides. Nationally, there's 45,979. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. So uh, one of the things I think, so Shelly, the truth is like, I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because I think 
um, it is a very unique place to sit as a mom who's experienced such great loss in a very specific way. A mom or a dad, a parent to experience this, a family member to experience this is so huge. I think it's also a unique conversation because the Lord like motivated something in you and you do a beautiful job leading a support group that is pretty regional and citywide here, but you're also going nationally and really like the Lord's, I feel like promoted you and has been like, Shelly, I need you to do some big work in this. And I think that's really beautiful. What does that feel like for you? I, I think it's personal for me. I'm, yeah. I do. I'm doing it for Kayla. Yeah. Um, because um, I, I didn't have the feelings that a lot of parents have. Mm-hmm. I, I knew what was going on. She, w- she was honest with us. She kind of told us a lot of things that was going on in her head. Yeah. Um, she wrote a note, you okay. know, kind of, and a lot of people don't have that. Right. But in her note, she said, um, Mom, I know this is going to be the hardest on you, but I want you to um, let everybody know that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a better place. Okay. Well, she was in a better place. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Brian wasn't. Our yeah. whole family wasn't. But, but I knew I had to go on. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for sharing that, Shelley. You're welcome. In a world with so many opportunities to serve, why this specific one for you? Um. And I know it's Kayla led all the different things, but right. I mean, you could, you are a very qualified woman who is brave. That's the thing. So not everyone knows this, but whenever we do these podcasts, I we always have Jenny pray right at the beginning. And as Jenny was praying, the thing I kept feeling like the Lord was saying was, this is one brave woman. <laughs> and I just think that's so beautiful. So in a world with so many opportunities to serve, why this specific opportunity for you? Nobody wants to open up about mental health. Yeah, that's right. Nobody wants to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to admit to mental health. I can honestly say that I think everybody has a little bit of mental health issues. Yeah. Yep. Um, a lot of people have insecurities. A lot of people have um, inadequate feelings, I suppose, yeah. is, that, is the right term. Um Everybody's got some problems, mm-hmm. but um, and I'm not perfect. But we we've got to get some help out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, and if somebody doesn't advocate, who yep. who who's going to fix it? Yeah. Um, the hospital got this grant, and and they're moving forward. Um, I think that I was probably the worst person there because I knew they had that money sitting there ready for mental health and mm-hmm. I wanted something done right now. Of wow. course they had to draw the blueprints up and <laughs> and uh and they're working on it now. But we will have um some mental health help wow. in Knoxville. Come on. That's huge. Yes. There's some in Manning, Iowa people don't know about. There's um not very much in the state mm-hmm. of Iowa. Not very many beds, but if somebody calls me, I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to try to help them yep. to get to find a place. Wow. Wow. Do you have that often? Do people call you and contact you who've experienced this that you don't even know, who are looking for 
different opportunities to plug into? You know, I do. It's it's usually somebody that has a feeling. Yep. Um, and I'd like to to go there with mm-hmm. that. Um, anybody that has a feeling or a nudge, mm-hmm. that's important to do something right now. Right. I don't care. Um, I I'll I'll give you some ideas or or yeah. um, some direction, mm-hmm. but don't don't just hesitate or sleep wow. on it. Do something about that. Yep. Um, start with prayer. That's a good one. But, yeah. But um, you know, um, call somebody that might be able to. Um, call a therapist and and be very, very. Um, let's see what's the term? Just pushy, mm-hmm. I suppose. Pushy, yep. and just say, you know, we got to get this person help. What can mm-hmm. we do? Mm-hmm. I know if you can't do anything, tell me where to go. Yeah, don't hesitate. Yes, don't hesitate. Yeah, I think one of the things I've been learning more and more. I think this is in so many systems these days, but nowadays. Um, how often we have to advocate and advocate well. So whether it's mental health or physical health or within businesses, whatever it may be, it's just advocate, advocate for your kids at school, whatever it may be, just advocate, mm-hmm. advocate, advocate. And I think it's really beautiful that the Lord's given you a voice to do that mm-hmm. and to do that. Well, like I actually love hearing you say that, no, I knew the hospital had that money and I wanted something to happen now with it. But to hear the passion behind that, because this is really real for you. Yeah, it is. And your voice matters and has a different significance because it's real for you. I don't know if that makes sense, but yes. Okay. Um, How do you experience Jesus in this? Well, I I like to focus on this, this one particular scripture. Yes. And I'm going to read it. Please. And it's First Peter 4, 1. Since Christ suffered and underwent pain, you must have the same attitude he did. You must be ready to suffer. For remember, when your body suffers, sin loses its power. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's, that's so important. I think um, with God's grace, um, I was able to um, go to get to that point. It didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I remember um, we had a, some counseling um, was through Suzanne when she, Suzanne was here. Mm-hmm. And um, she told us, um, you can be mad at God mm-hmm. all you want, mm-hmm. you know, just talk to him. Yep. And that was so true. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, it's when Kayla died. I was probably at one of my best peaks of Christianity. Okay. And that really brought me down really mm-hmm. hard. For sure. But then, you know, I still had that fire, a little bit of that fire inside me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I decided that, you know, I'm going to do something about this. But my my focus is I caught the four C's. Okay. So I have crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, God is a source of protection. Wow. And comfort in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. He is powerful and he sees everything. Mm-hmm. He knows everything and he is in complete control. Wow. My next one is conviction. Mm-hmm. Conviction. Yep. True conviction produces passion. Mm-hmm. Also, if something is true conviction, you do it. You always have time for it, and you really want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's competency. 
Not that we are all competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence from, comes from our God. Wow. He has made us competent as ministers for people in pain. Mm-hmm. And then there's commitment. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've been able to help since Kayla uh, to encourage them right. with hope mm-hmm. and happiness. But I've it's been completely God's grace. Mm-hmm. He's given me the grace to help these people. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say to them. Most of the time I know there's a new f- person coming. Mm-hmm. But God puts the words in my mouth. And I really feel like I don't, I don't prepare myself for that. I just, just God gives me the words yeah. for these people. Yep. Wow. Okay. Say the four C's, just the C's again. So the first one is the four C's is crisis, crisis, conviction, conviction commitment, commitment, and competency. And competency. Awesome. Yeah, those are beautiful, and I love how they're all directed back to who God is and what he's been up to and the ways he's drawn you in, in the, in this last season. That's amazing. You You know, earlier in the conversation, you were talking about not ignoring those nudges and those promptings. And that has been such an interesting conversation piece for this podcast in particular, which is about let's go, but just how many people have talked about the little nudges of the Lord and I think sometimes when we silence those, then we actually are silencing the Holy Spirit in us. So whether it is advocating or whether it is starting a support group or encouraging people or even just, not just, I don't mean to say it that way, but listening to people and their stories, because really you're providing beautiful space for someone's story to be heard. And it is different hearing a person's story when you've experienced the same thing. And it's different to share your story with people that understand. Man, that's so Jesus of you. Like, I just feel like the Lord just seeps through you in those moments. Whether you're saying anything or not, I feel like for them to feel safe enough, just in the atmosphere, is beautiful. Yes. Yeah. When they leave, I I, I always hope that they feel like they've, conquered something wow hopefully that you know their feelings are all there you know why when what Mm -hmm. where you know but i've always felt like just talking understanding we all have the same story but in different ways yeah we get it Mm -hmm. for sure yes i agree with you it's beautiful how story and how the lord threads those things together And it's something none of us would have ever wanted to experience, you know, like. It's correct. And right. But something beautiful that the Lord's like, actually have a thread in here that I want to do a beautiful thing. And so thank you for providing space for that. You know, as a church family, I think one of my big questions is how can we support you? How can we encourage you? And the things that are happening within suicide awareness could you speak into that a little bit? Uh, yes. Um, supporting, I mentioned the nudge. If mm-hmm. you feel the nudge, let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Do that's something right. about it. Yeah. Um, prayer for the suffering. Mm. 
and prayer for the healing. That's really important because um, I mentioned help. Yeah. Pray that this person that you know gets the help they need. Right. And um, I do bus trips. Go on one of my bus trips. Okay. It's a fun bus trip. Okay, explain this. What does that mean? <laughs> I want to go on a bus trip. I have a bus trip going to the Ark okay. in September. Cool. And some a lot of the funds go to American Foundation for Suicide, the Iowa chapter. Wow. Um, I call my bus trip the Rock and Rollers. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Yes, and we're going to New York in okay. come spring. So wow! So um, how often do you do these? Twice a year. Twice a year, mm -hmm. and do you always go to the same places? Never. Okay. Yes. What I mean, do you love travel? What made you start bus trips? Well, I did it through the senior center. Okay. And I raised money, and I thought, you know, I'm, I might as well keep doing that. Yeah. And raise money for American Foundation for Suicide. Wow, prevention. that's beautiful. So do people know when they sign up that a portion of it goes to? Yes. Okay. I, I um, If there are new, new um, on my mailing list, I always send a letter on a little bit of my history and okay. um, why I do what I do and my passion for it. Wow. And a lot of people, you know, um, and, and I don't ask for this, of course, but a lot of people will say, hey, here's more for your cause. Wow. Wow. That's yes. so cool. So when you're on these bus trips, like you're going to the Ark, what else? I mean, what do you do? Like you just hang out together and oh, yeah. why is it called the Rock and Rollers? What Do you listen to rock and roll music <laughs> the whole time? I have so many We're questions We're on a bus. Now. We're rolling. Yeah, that is so fun. And you know, you don't have to be yes. old. <laughs> Come on these bus trips. Okay. That's awesome. I we love it. We had a 16-year-old go on the last what? one. Where'd you go last time? The Washington, D.C. Okay. And we got so close. That trip, we got so close that the last day when they were taking their luggage off the bus, they were crying. Okay. It was, it was just really neat. It was, I mean, not that they were crying, but <laughs> <laughs> that they got so close. Right. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. So do you get a huge coach bus? Yeah. It's, yeah. That's it's good because for when I asked that, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, what if she says school bus? No, <laughs> so, no. Which would be fun. No, but and you I was can like, recline and it's comfortable. That's fun. Yeah, so it has a bathroom in it. Yes. That's so cool. So how many trips have you done so far? Eight. Eight. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And they're fun. Yeah. That is so great. Okay, so go on <laughs> a bus trip. Listen to the nudge. Anything else celebrators can do for you? Um, yeah. Oh, prayer for mental health. I need mm -hmm. prayers for anybody with mental health. Like yeah. I said, that we all have that little bit. Yep. But, you know, I mean, there's so much going on in this world. Yep. And you know what? Um, a gal told me one, one thing that I um, was told by my, my friend Tracy. Hmm. She said, tell them to get their noses out of their phone and sit it down on the table. Okay. <laughs> so I thought I'd share that. Okay. Right, so Tracy. get their noses out get of their, their phone. Get their noses out of their phone. Yeah. And pay attention. Wow. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. I actually do wonder a little bit right now, post-COVID, now in a very digital age, how many of those things are truly affecting all I of this. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Because I think 
the feeling of loneliness is so real for so many people. Yes. And I think sometimes the superficiality of our phones makes us feel connected mm-hmm. because the world tells us, tells us we're really connected. But the truth is we're missing the face-to-face conversations. We we're missing the physical touch of a hug. We're missing what it means to be interrupted, you know, mm-hmm. all the different things. And yes, on your phone, you're interrupted, but you're not interrupted with people. You're interrupted mm-hmm. with another digital thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. You look, go to a restaurant and you look around and yes. see they're not, they're not having a conversation. It's true. You know, it's, yeah. it's really sad. I know, for sure. Well, I wonder if we can end our time praying together. And I wondered if you wouldn't mind praying for families who've experienced suicide because the truth is within our family our church family there is we have this is more than one person's story right um and then i wondered if i could then pray a blessing over you shelly would would that be be okay okay would you mind starting and then i'll close us i would love that awesome our dear heavenly father we thank you for this time and lord I want to pray a special prayer for those people that I have talked with and heard their stories. Mm-hmm. Lord, it may have been clear back in 2012, but they still are hurting in so mm-hmm. much pain. Lord, I just pray that you will work with them and heal them and speak with them. And most of all, don't take that guilt away. Mm-hmm. Let them know that, Lord, it doesn't focus on one particular point. Mm. Lord, I pray for that family, that they may not result into drugs and alcohol and Mm. trying to numb themselves from the pain. And, Lord, I just pray that you will grab them up and hug them really tight. And, Lord, that you will be with them and comfort them. Lord, we pray for the new one, new ones that have just recently dealt with the suicide. Lord, they're hurting so much. Mm-hmm. Never goes away. Lord, but we just pray that you will grab them extra tight mm-hmm. and be with them. Yeah. And guide them to the right person. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be my support group. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be church, your minister, just give them the right person to go to and lean on. And Father, I thank you for the opportunity to sit with Shelly today, to hear her story, and that she truly is one brave woman. And so God, I bless her today as a daughter of the King. God, will she stand with feet firmly planted on you as her rock and firm foundation. God, thank you for the ways that you have been her fortress, her shelter, her hiding place. God, thank you for the ways you've brought healing and hope and conviction and passion. God, we bless her today to be fully who you have created her to be. May the only thing that she expects from life is that you, as the King of Kings, loves her deeply. 
There's no other expectations from her. There's no other expectations from anyone else. But your thought process of who she is is the thing that matters most. And so I bless her with knowing deeply who you've created her to be. God, we bless her to continue to move into the places that you are nudging her to move into. God, we pray that there will be resources that only you can provide that allow for new opportunities and new provisions. God, will you continue to be her comfort? God, we know that healing is a journey, and even though it's been 13 years, God, it is still a journey. And so, God, will you continue to meet her in those darkest moments, in those valleys, and will you continue to meet her on the mountaintops? God, we pray protection over her. We pray your love and perfect peace over her and that your perfect love will cast out all fear. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray today. Amen. Amen. Shelly, thank you so much for being with us. Celebrate until next time. Thank you for listening to the Celebrators Podcast. We hope you're inspired to find ways to go into your own community and share God's love. Thanks for listening, and let's go.